Welcome to Pastor Matters, the podcast of the Center for Preaching and Pastoral Leadership at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. We hope this conversation will both equip and encourage you to lead healthy churches that make disciples for the glory of God. Hi, I'm Brandon Ward. And I'm Ron Luck. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of Pastor Matters. Brother, I'm super excited for today's episode. If for no other reason, we're back. It's a new season. It's a new studio that we're in. Mm-hmm. We're not in your office. And uh, yeah, so high expectations for this season? Yeah, I tell you, it it, it does feel pretty uh, surreal. You know, we're here in this studio at Southeastern and it still has new studio scent, which is really, really good. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited to uh, once again just have some good conversations that I hope will uh, will bless the pastors. There's some new things, but there's also some some old things. We got our producer back. Yep. Nathan's in the room with us. He's going to keep us on cue today. We're going to be talking about pastors and the interview. Mm. So this was inspired by a friend of mine who recently interviewed with a church. He has since found out that he's going to be the pastor of that church. Uh, this has been weeks, a couple weeks ago. And so it kind of got me thinking, we really need to do an op- episode on pastors and interviews uh, because that's a, a very important time where, where pastors are trying to figure out, you know, and churches are trying to figure out if, uh, if there's a relationship there, if uh, mm-hmm. they're going to shepherd this people and, and if this church is going to basically accept this pastor as their shepherd. Yeah, yeah, that's a very uh, timely uh, conversation, as I would expect. After uh, last year, uh, in 2020, there were so many pastors who left the pastorate. Right. Uh, And so I would imagine that this would be a good time uh, for not only for churches who are in search of a pastorate, uh, a search of a pastor, but also for uh, aspiring pastors or uh, um, uh, perhaps some who are already in uh, the pastorate, uh, uh, and but they may have some things that, that are moving them out of that church. Uh, this may be a timely message uh, for them as they're considering a, another space to serve God's people. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's dive in. So my first question, brother, you've been there. Mm-hmm. You've been in the shoes of, of, of being interviewed by churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Tell me a little bit about your first time being in the chair, being asked questions. What was that like? Yeah, well, uh, to be honest, uh, it can be hectic. It can be very, very stressful. (laughs) Uh, And yet at the same time, uh, if you're a firm believer, as I am, in the sovereignty of God, and you are a firm believer that it's the Lord who, uh, who not only uh, calls you and, and prepares you for the ministry, but it's the Lord who opens and closes the doors, uh, then, then the pressure's off, really. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I think at first I thought that I had to be somebody that I'm not. You know, I had to kind of wow, you know, uh, churches and so on. Uh, but then the Lord really worked on my heart uh, that, you know, this isn't— uh, this isn't a dating app, you know, or or, or something You're like that. You're not this. a used car salesman it, trying to sell yourself. Exactly, exactly. But rather, you know, if the Lord has prepared me for this people, then 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 you know we'll, we'll move forward. And if the Lord has not prepared me for this people, then we'll we're not we won't move forward, and vice versa. You know, if the Lord has prepared the people for me, you know, uh, and so on. Uh, 
so that freed me really to to be myself, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, you know just to to learn a bit about the church, learn uh, more about who they are, learn more about who I am uh, as a person, and uh, and of course go through the entire process in prayer, seeking the the Spirit's direction. Yeah, and that was one of the things that uh, when my friend texted me earlier a few weeks ago and said that he was doing this, that I, I reminded him is, and this is a two-way conversation. You know, mm-hmm. this is, there's, mm-hmm. there's obviously going to be some pressure, some, uh, some anxiety maybe uh, with that, that interview. But at, at the end of the day, you're, you should be asking just as many questions as they are, which yeah. we'll get into here in a second. Next question is, how is interviewing with a church similar to interviewing kind of in the secular space? Mm-hmm. Uh, are there similarities? Uh, sure, there's similarities in that, uh, you know, we're, we're doing ministry on earth yeah. <laughs> and uh, as doing, you know, as people who are, who are serving and, and uh, doing ministry here on earth, we have earthly needs. So, uh, of course, you know, uh, you, you want to know things like compensation. Of course, you want to know, um, uh, you know, things about the history of the church, uh, just like anybody you know, would want to know the history of an organization or, or things like that. You want to know a little bit about the, the structure of the church, just as anyone would want to know about the structure of a company, you know, and things like that. Uh, you'd want to know the relational dynamics, you know, uh, those types of things. Of course, you'd want to know your expectations. You know, what is it that, uh, what, what is the position, you know, and, and what is expected of the position? Uh, so, of course, those types of things are, are going to come up in the discussion just like they would with any other, uh, any other vocation. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you're going to ask what, what the differences are, too. Are you going to go for it? Yeah. So. So, yeah, the differences uh, are, of course, it's it's not an, a business. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an order. It's important to know that. Up yeah. Front. Yeah, absolutely. The church is a body. Um, the, you know, the church has organization. Yes. Uh, but the church is more than an organization. Uh, as, as many theologians have said, the church is also an organism. Hmm. And so there are things that are true about the church that just simply aren't true of of any other organizational entity in in the world. Uh, The Lord created the church to be different. The church is to be a family. And I know there there are tons of businesses and institutions and so on that say, we're one big family and things like that. Yeah, but the church actually is a family. Like we are brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, uh, and we function as a family uh, in the way that we relate to each other. And so those dynamics uh, uh, are are just different, you know. And so there that adds another layer of questions in terms of how it how does the family function you know is this a healthy family is this a is this a dysfunctional family yeah. uh you know does it need work and and so on and then also the mission is different mm-hmm. um the lord created this this group of people uh for a specific task uh one that is not about retail you know and is not about profits you know and things like that but rather uh, we're about making disciples and reproducing um, uh, the image of Christ, if you will, uh, through discipleship uh, all over the world. 
Uh, and so obviously that's going to have a different uh, or add a different layer of, uh, of questions and, and concerns and so on uh, in the interviewing process as well. So, yeah, there are tons of similarities between uh, interviewing for a pastorate and interviewing for, uh, for any other type of, of, of business or vocational thing. But the things that make the church unique uh, are what separate this from uh, from any other type of, of interview process. Mm, that's helpful. So what are some questions that guys should be prepared to answer? You've, you've been in the shoes being mm-hmm. interviewed. Um, what are some of the questions that you were asked? What are some questions that maybe guys who may be in this spot soon or already there yeah. that they could uh, they should be expected to answer during mm-hmm. an interview? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, First off, uh, there there are questions that are common, and then there are some variables that that may change uh, the set of questions altogether. <laughs> so uh, some things that are typically common, they want to know who you are. They right. want to know your testimony. They want to know uh, how you came to faith in Jesus. Uh, they want to know uh, how you sensed that the Lord was leading you, you know, to uh, pastoral ministry. Uh, they want to know something about your training. Where did you go to school? Uh, if you went to school, um, if you didn't go to school, you know, they want to know what you know. Uh, that's one of the advantages of of going to a seminary or a Bible college or, or something to that effect is that uh, that kind of signif- signifies a bit that you know something of what the scriptures teach. Now, granted, it doesn't guarantee it. <laughs> but yeah. it at least gives you a, a, a bit of a, uh, of a of a head start, you know, in that regard. Um, but they want to know what you know, you know, about the scriptures and things like that. But then they want to know what you know about ministry. Uh, what do you know about leading people? What do you know about uh, um, about uh, making uh, decisions and, and and things like that? What do you know about the dynamics of a local church? Um, you know, are you a a taskmaster? You know, type of person, or are you a person who wants to work within a community, within a body? You know, those types of things that they'll try to pick up as well. But then there are things that that vary. Um, if you are in a in a process with a search committee that is uh, full of a bunch of committee people, <laughs> depending on your church, uh, then they're going to ask you a lot of questions that are specific to the committees that they're a part of. So uh, if if one person is the children's director, then you're probably going to get a lot of questions about children's ministry. And, you know, do you do children's church? And what do you think about children's ministry or say youth ministry? What do you think about youth ministry? Uh, do you think that the youth should have a service in, uh, uh, you know, uh, during the same time as the Sunday service? Or do you think that they should be in the congregation? And do you think that they should there should be a separate staff? Or do you think that it should be integrated with the parents and all of these different things? And in some cases with that, you're you're kind of winging it, uh, you know, because you don't know, you know, who who's interviewing you until you're in the interview process. Uh, and so you don't know the things that they care about until until you get there. But uh, but a lot of the, the similar questions are going to be about who you are. They mm-hmm. want to know who you are. They want to know who your bride is, who your children are, you know, and things like that. And they, they want to develop a, a, um, a, a bit of a, I guess you could say, um, like we talk about IQ, you know, yeah. intelligence uh, quotient. They, they want to have kind of an RQ, a relational, you know, quotient. What did, how do they, you know, how do you function relationally? Yeah. Uh, and those are the things that they typically ask. Should guys be prepared to share any weaknesses that they have? 
with oh, churches. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, of course, with discretion. Yeah. Uh, you know, but but you should be open. You should be honest about about who you are. Um, honest about the type of leader that you are, honest about the type of person that you are, and 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 so forth. One of the things that, uh, again, in in the early days for me, um, one of the struggles that I had personally when it came to interviews was, I thought that, uh, in a very real sense, I the person was on trial when it came to the interviews. It can feel like that sometimes. It can. It can. So if if the church said we're going to go in a different direction, the church was rejecting me mm. as a person. Mm. <laughs> that I was, you know, I wasn't good enough, you know, for the church. Or, you know, was it something I said? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. You know, uh, maybe I should have said that a little bit differently. Or, oh my goodness, you know, they asked that one question, you know, that one theological, you know, uh, uh, pitfall question, you know, that uh, that I, I fell for. You know, they asked a question about eschatology or something like that and you know oh goodness you know this this church was uh was dispensational or something yeah. and oh man you know and, and I'm and I'm you know I I screwed up you know yeah. I, I I didn't get you know this position because I screwed up mm. you know uh or or I wasn't good enough or something like that that's just not the case yeah. <laughs> that's just not the case uh they're looking for the best person for for that position but um, behind all of that is a sovereign God who's opening yeah. and closing. I was gonna say it goes right back to what day. you were essentially saying yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, that it, it goes a lot with your mindset going into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, if if my life is in His hands, not in the search committee's hands, then I can be open and I can be honest about who I am, yeah. and I can be open and honest about you know all of that. Uh, um, you know, my, my uh, personality, you know, my strengths and weaknesses and so on. And I'll let the Lord open and close yeah. the doors as he sees fit. Yeah. I had a brother one time really wanted to, to be a part of this church, lead this church, and it didn't get it. And that was one of the things that I had to remind him was, was brother, this worked out. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is good. Yeah. Uh, whether it be just because of differences in uh, the focus or the mission or whatever— uh, it's good in the Lord. You need to trust the Lord that the Lord has you mm-hmm. and has another door open for you, even though this one has been has been shut. So yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely helpful. Yeah. God forbid if if the chief shepherd is the one who's shepherding the flock, ultimately, God forbid that the under shepherd uh, under shepherd would go into the process doubting the hand of the chief shepherd. Yeah. Uh, that's not a good way to start. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Trust him even in the beginning of the process. So we, we said before, the interview should be a two-way conversation, questions going both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some important questions guys should be able to ask churches or should make every effort, I guess is a better way to ask this, uh, what are some questions that they should definitely be asking churches? Yeah. Well, the fact of the matter is, uh, just as we have the tendency uh, to uh, put a little bit of sheen on our <laughs> on ourselves, uh, you know, to, to to kind of look maybe a little bit better than we actually are, which of course is what I'm arguing against yeah. uh, when it comes to the interview process. Well, churches do the same thing. 
churches will have websites that are really nice. I mean, they're polished and you know, they've got that dedicated page for their doctrinal statement and and they've got that dedicated page for all their ministries and they've got those wonderful pictures of people who probably don't go to the church. And uh, <laughs> they've got all of these things to say this church is amazing. Your job in the interview process is to cut through that. Hmm. Who are you really? You know, who are you really? Now that doesn't mean that you that you go in with a with a um, an unreasonable dose of skepticism. You know, where you're right. where you're doubting everything that they say or anything like that. But uh, what you're pushing for is honesty. Hmm. You know, uh, uh, so the the church really really wants somebody to be their pastor. Um, but if you are going to be the pastor, you want to know who the church really is. Yeah. And so you ask questions that will that you know will very gently probe into you know who they are. So uh, tell me what you're about. You know. Uh, What's uh, your mission? Yeah. What is your mission as a church? Who who are you? Uh, what are you after? And and once they ask uh, an, uh, answer that question about what their mission is, okay. Now, how has the church in the last Five years, you know, five to ten years. Uh, how has that? How has the church worked to implement that vision mm-hmm. uh, and that mission? Uh, what have you done? Uh, and 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 so you look at that. Whatever the answer is in terms of what the mission is, does that mission conform with Scripture? Uh, you don't have to ask that, but but listen. Yeah. You know, listen to the uh, to what they say as their answer. How they implement that? Are they implementing it in a healthy way? Are they implementing it in a in a sustainable way? You know, uh, are, are they showing by their practices that they want to be faithful to Scripture? Um, ask questions about the previous uh, 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 several pastors, depending on how long their pastorates were. Um, you know, how long were they there? What did they do well? Hmm. Because there are a lot of churches that love yeah. to talk about what they did not so well. Uh, ask what he did well. And listen to what they, how they answer. Because I always tell guys to encourage them. Oh, go ahead. You read. No, well, go ahead. Go ahead. I always tell guys to uh, encourage guys to ask what the church is liked about the previous pastors. Yes, yes, yes. Because that will probably tell you what they expect of you. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever they liked about the previous pastor, they chances are they want to keep that going. Uh, so what was that? You know, it could be, well, you know, he was such a great person and we had all these lovely get togethers and fellowship Mm -hmm. times and all of that. Okay, this is a church that that uh, prizes fellowship with one another. Okay, cool, cool. Good to know. Um, What did he do not so well? You know, they may say, oh, well, you know, he preached so long. Okay, this is a church that, uh, <laughs> you know, that it's really wants lunch. Exactly, exactly. Uh, get back to the fellowship time, you know, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, just listen to how they answer those types of questions and f- just file it in your in your mind. You know, just, just file it because what's happening is you're building, if you will, a bit of a profile of who this church is and, and what they're about. Now, I do want to say as a disclaimer, realize that you're getting answers from the search committee. That's right. And the search committee, uh, it's almost like what you hear on TV. You know, the, the views expressed by the search committee may or may not reflect, you know, the views of the entire church body. Um, and so you've got to be careful about that. Uh, they may be speaking for themselves and not necessarily speaking for the entire church. Uh, but 
you at least have a little bit of something that you can work with. And then, you know, should you move forward in the interview process and you speak to more and more people, then you can kind of uh, uh, gauge if what they what the search committee said was consistent or inconsistent with uh, with other people in the church. Yeah, I think the tendency for guys that are uh, especially those younger, those coming out of seminary that have been in that waiting room. Mm-hmm. We did an episode on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um waiting room that are really eager to get in the pastorate is uh, they just want to get through the process as quick as possible. And that can be a really big danger. You want to know, you don't want to know all of the things after you accept to be the pastor. Mm-hmm. You want to know these things up front. Yeah. And so asking questions in the interview is really vital Yeah. in learning this church, even if it's just from a committee's perspective or whatever, it's still an important uh, perspective. And so Questions are very, very important right here mm-hmm. uh, on both sides. Yeah. Both, you want to be a good steward mm-hmm. of your time, your resources, all of that. And this is an excellent way to figure out if there actually is a really good potential relationship here or, or if this is a good fit. Um, I do want to recommend that uh, if you're in this stage right now, if you're about to interview for a church or if you are you know, a seminary student, this is still a good thing, to a good resource to have in your back pocket. Our president, Dr. Aiken, mm-hmm. uh, made a document accessible on his website called Interviewing for a Church Position, Questions to Ask. I think it's 34 questions uh, on a sheet that are just really good. Some questions I didn't think about, honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> until I actually read through it. Uh, but then I, I was like, man, that's actually a good question. Uh, I want to read a couple of them to you. Okay. Just get your thoughts on it sure. and, uh, and and see see where we go. Uh, some of the first questions that he has, in fact, it's... it's uh, it's the first two. The first one is, do you have a church constitution bylaws that mm-hmm. I can see? Mm-hmm. The second question is, do you have a budget that I can preview? Mm-hmm. Are those good questions to ask in an interview? Yeah. Is it too early to ask that question in an interview? Um, for the budget one, you, there, it, you may have to use discretion on that one as to when uh, you should ask that question. Um, but I think you should ask that question. Um, and and certainly with the first one, uh, you should ask that question as well. You want to know who the church really is. So in terms of constitution and bylaws, uh, I'll, I'll give you just a little candid uh, um, anecdote here. Uh, beginning of last year, before we went through shutdown and, and, and all of that, uh, I was invited to preach in a church. It was about an hour from here, uh, from, from uh, where we are here in Wake Forest, uh, and where, uh, when I got there, the pastor brought me into a study and he said, I just want to let you know that according to our bylaws, uh, we had to take a special vote in order for you to preach in the pulpit. Mm. Now I'm guessing it's not because I was the guest preacher. And I know that because there was another guest preacher that I know was there. And I asked him if he had to get a special vote or anything. And he had no idea what I was talking about. So, more than likely, this was this had something to do with with you know my melanin uh, right. and, and and so on. This was a this was a racial thing. Um, well, that was in their bylaws. I I didn't think about that beforehand, but now that I'm aware of that, note to self: see if that's in your bylaws. Yeah, <laughs> see yeah. if that's in the church's bylaws. There are things that uh, that are a part of their governance that you want to know about before you you go in. And I think it's fair game not only to ask, you know, uh, uh, to see the bylaws uh, in, in the Constitution, but then also, 
it's, I think it's fair game to ask questions about the Constitution and the bylaws. You know, you have this 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 rule here that says that people of color have to get a special vote in order uh, for them to be in there. Could you could you explain why? You know, could you could you help me understand why that's here in the Constitution and 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 is that you know, true to scripture and ask the question, and it may say it in the bylaws, what does it take to get something like that out of the bylaws, yeah. you know, so that we can be more faithful, you know, to scripture, uh, you know, things like that. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. And then in terms of the budget, um, the uh, your budget, much like the Constitution and the bylaws, they tell you what this church is actually about. Mm. So the Constitution and the bylaws, the way they govern themselves, tells you a lot about what's important and what they what what takes priority uh, for them as a local church. In the uh, budget, um, how they spend their money tells you a lot about what is important and what is the you know what are the priorities of this local church. And so, uh, if you notice in the budget that there's a lot of money going to, uh, say, personnel or a lot of money going into the building and things like that, but there isn't proportionately a lot of money going into the mission, you know, getting into uh, uh, serving your members, getting into uh, serving your community, uh, uh, getting the gospel out to the nations, you know, and things like that, then uh, once again, just store that in your files. And say, okay, if I'm going to be the pastor here, I may have to do some work in the in the first few years uh, uh, to, uh, to 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 develop a vision for the local church that kind of reorients them from being uh, inward focused in terms of buildings and things like that, and more outward focused in mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, uh, all of those things are helping you identify uh, where the church is and and what the church is actually about. Yeah. Yeah, there's again, there's some really good questions here. I'll read some of these off, and then we'll focus on some other ones. Sure. Uh, one, another one of the questions is asking about the relationship between the deacons and the pastor. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is what would it take to fire a pastor? Mm. That's obviously something would you would see in a bylaws yeah. constitution. Uh, to whom is the pastor accountable to? Mm-hmm. The staff. Uh, who makes hiring decisions? Mm-hmm. So these are all yeah, really really good. helpful. Yeah. Uh, and then. Getting more to the bottom, it's talking a lot about uh, positions on a number of things. Now, obviously, you're going to be prepared to be a, you need to be prepared to answer a lot of questions on Absolutely. your own theological positions. Absolutely. Uh, but there's also some really good questions that Dr. Aiken includes on here about a church's position on race relations, mm-hmm. homosexuality, mm-hmm. Um, uh, what it would take to or, or who is allowed to use facilities for weddings and, and funerals and things like that, mm-hmm. um, position on inerrancy. Yeah. I mean, if a church doesn't affirm inerrancy, yeah. if you have no other reason not to mm-hmm. uh, not to pursue that church, that yeah. would probably be the one. Yeah. Uh, so what is the, the church's position on inerrancy, baptism, communion? Mm-hmm. All of these are important questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you to ask churches. Yeah. Now, let me say with, with that, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that that uh, if they if they don't answer in ways that are consistent with scripture, that is a deal breaker. What it does mean, though, is if they want you to be their pastor, you need to be crystal clear about where you stand, yeah, where you stand on those yeah. things. And if they still want you to be the pastor, then you need to be crystal clear that this is the direction that we're going to go as a church. Um, so, in other words, uh, you may be very honest and upfront uh, that you disagree with them on on uh, on different matters. 
um, or at least on the church's official position on those matters. And there may be some people in the church that may say, you know what, then we don't want you to be pastor. Okay. Yeah. But if they do want you to be the pastor, then that means that uh, uh, that's going to be a big part of what you do as a, as a pastor. You've got to lay the foundation, lay the groundwork, and so on, so that uh, the church can move in a direction that's more consistent with Scripture. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, some other questions include uh, the uh, if, if there is an annual review mm-hmm. or any evaluation mm-hmm. for pastors. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the last one is, what is the theological basis for this church's existence? Mm, that's it's good. a really good question. Very good. Uh, some other thoughts just to, to think about, maybe ask questions about the area. If mm-hmm. you're coming from a different state, or a different place, ask questions about what the area is like that you'll be serving in. Yeah. Uh, and a really important question that I feel sometimes we don't ask is ask about what is going to be expected of your wife. Yes. Do you feel like that is a, an important one to throw in there? And if so, why? Yes, that is a very, very important one. Um, and, and very simply because ministry, uh, if you are married— uh, ministry is is a we thing, not an I thing. Um, I, I remember reading a biography of uh, A.W. Tozer, and <laughs> you may say in many cases, you know, with the pursuit of God and the knowledge of the holy and some of the other books that he wrote that, you know, you want to say, oh, my goodness, if I could, if I could just have a little bit of the reverence for God as, as Tozer had and things like that. But in terms of his husbanding and fathering, don't be Tozer. <laughs> Tozer, Tozer made some really, really dumb choices uh, as a as a husband and dad. For instance, there was one time where he was called to the pastorate. I can't remember where it was, if it was West Virginia or Ohio or something like that. And he told his wife that they were moving to uh, to that church the week before they uh, his first Sunday. Wow. Um, don't do that. <laughs> uh, this is a this is a team thing. You know, your your wife is uh, is going to be a vital part of of your ministry, and in very real sense, you are the pastor of the church. Uh, but she has such an important role in that church uh, uh, and in building relationships and so on with the with your church members uh, that it's your it's your ministry together, yeah. not just your ministry. And you also you, need to protect her, and as you well, have to, yes, because uh, you know we're talking about expectations of previous pastors laid mm-hmm. upon you. Mm-hmm. There's also expectations from previous pastors' wives. Yes. And you need to make known up front that yeah. your wife isn't them. Exactly. And it may be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your wife uh, doesn't need to be the pianist if she doesn't know how to play piano. <laughs> uh, you know, she uh, she doesn't need to be, you know, uh, the, the head um, chef, you know, or anything at the church. Um, uh, she may not even be, you know, equipped uh, and gifted from the Holy Spirit to be, you know, the head discipler, you know, of all the ladies in the church or things like that. However, the Lord has gifted your wife. You want to make sure that she's serving the church in that way. Right. Um, and the church needs uh, to uh, to chill a little bit when it comes to putting on her expectations that don't conform to who she is as a person and who who she is uh, as gifted by the Holy Spirit. So. Yeah, you want to make sure that you set those expectations. First and foremost, she's a wife and she's a mom. Right. Uh, and and you need to make sure that you fight for her uh, in that regard, especially if the church uh, wants to wants to push her to think of herself in a different way. Mm. Very helpful. 
All right. So interview's over. Mm -hmm. Both the church candidate have prayed, considered. Now there's it's time for the sermon, mm -hmm. preaching in view of a call. Mm -hmm. What are some really quick tips you have for guys as they're preparing for that sermon? Yeah. Um, first off, and maybe this is more of a pet peeve of mine, um, don't preach your best sermon. <laughs> don't preach your best sermon. Um, this is not the time for you to, uh, again, this is not the time for you to wow people. Um, you're not you're not there to be the the celebrity, you know, preacher guy or something like that, whatever that means. Um, you're there to be the pastor. And so feed the sheep, hmm. shepherd them, uh, care for them. Set the tone on that Sunday that this is this is what you should expect from this pulpit as long as I'm the pastor. Um, so feed your sheep, tend to them, care for them. Set the stage, you know, for uh, uh, for how you're going to lead them uh, through the ministry of the word. Um, show them Christ. Uh, that's a that's a very very big thing that you you've got to uh, you've got to consider um, pastorally. Uh, make sure that you spend some time with the other leaders, whether they have elders or whether they have deacons or or pastoral staff or whatever. And again, set the tone. Um, this is what we're going to be about. Get to know them. Uh, build good relationships with them. Even maybe uh, set some some times where they, you can bring them over to the house and things like that. Uh, really be intentional in building relationships with them and be intentional in setting the vision that this we as a church are going to be about Jesus. Uh, we're going to be about getting the gospel to the ends of the earth. We're going to be about loving folks uh, with the with the love and affection of Christ uh, uh, as as the Spirit uh, shapes us. And and yeah, you know this is these are our priorities as a as a local church. Um, and make sure that everybody is on board with that in your leadership, um, and that they're they're actively practicing that um, individually. But yeah, uh, uh, also you know from your uh, from your your sermon, you want to make sure uh, that you are um, laying out uh, kind of the big picture, you know, of what the Lord wants His church to be, you know, and things like that. So uh, my first sermon uh, when I was in Baltimore was uh, from John three, uh, where John the Baptist says, uh, "He must increase, I must decrease." Mm -hmm. Um, and I wanted that just to be the, the tone that I set as the pastor, that this is not about making our names great or anything like that. This is about lifting up the name of Jesus uh, here in Baltimore. And so, yeah, uh, uh, those are definitely uh, uh, some, some things that helped me out, um, and hopefully uh, that'll help some of the pastors as well. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Well, that'll do it. We do hope to do an episode in the future picking up right here, going into the first few years of ministry for mm -hmm. pastors. Uh, but that'll do it for today. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of Pastor Matters. If you found this episode helpful, consider leaving us a review, maybe uh, you know a five-star rating. Uh, we would love to hear any feedback you'd be willing to give us. As always, it is our mission at the Center for Preaching and Pastoral Leadership to equip and encourage pastors, and I hope we've done that today with our conversation. And as always, my brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain.